Just like his approval ratings, Joe Biden's bike riding efforts are taking a fall. New data put the crisis at America's southern border in a new light. Plus, the governing body for international swimming has taken a big move for women's sports. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Joe Biden because it appears that his approval ratings are not the only thing that's falling. Over the weekend, Biden was once again at the beach enjoying the good life while the rest of us are suffering through sky-high inflation, rocketing gas prices, and shortages on a growing number of necessities. He went for one of his bike rides that the press loves to arrange for videos and photo ops, but this time, just like his approval ratings that I mentioned, Joe Biden went down. This is just classic. I'm sure the communications department at the White House is just in a state of shock because they have to deal with issue after issue after issue. Biden zones out and stares off into space. He says things that need immediate correction from the White House. He's failing on every single issue. But they're probably sitting around thinking, you know, things are bad, but at least he didn't do something like fall off his bike. Unfortunately for Biden, this is not a rare occurrence. He had to wear a boot for weeks after tripping over his dog and breaking his foot. And we all know how Biden is when it comes to Air Force One. Here's a clip from March of 2021. All right, so there goes Joe Biden. He's had this crazy week. We got border crisis. We got China. We got Russia. All he wants to do is get out of there. Just a few steps to go. Let's get going. There he goes up the steps. Whoa, it's a little windy. Uh-oh. Whoa, there's one. There's two. There's three. He's down. He is down. Uh-oh. He better use two hands. He better use two hands for the rest of this. Man, what a week Joe Biden has had. Let's give a little salute. There he goes. All right, let's get out of here. Oh, my gosh. And here's the thing. Biden has an ongoing battle with Air Force One. Just a few weeks ago, when Biden was doing his appearance on Jimmy Kimmel, he tripped on the steps again. However, this latest accident has brought out the full force of international trolls. Comedian Rob Schneider posted a classic that sums up the entire Biden administration. Running the country is like riding a bike. And how about this video that was shared from Donald Trump Jr.? Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. It's just a crack up, but this whole incident is just another reminder that Joe Biden isn't up to the job. The American people have no confidence in him to lead on any issue. And here's the thing. You can completely set aside the fact that this weekend Biden fell off his bike. Just put that aside for a second, because also this weekend, when asked about Chinese tariffs, Biden said this. How soon are you talking to, to Xi? I ain't telling you. Have you made up your mind on China tariffs, sir? 
uh, we're in the process of doing that. You're, you're, you're lifting the tariffs? I'm, we're in the process of making up my mind. Okay. We're in the process of making up my mind. That's what Biden said regarding a decision on Chinese tariffs. We are in the process of making up my mind. I wish there'd be a follow-up on this. How many people does it take to make up Joe Biden's mind? Do they meet often? This is about tariffs on China. But what else do they decide for Biden? We are tired of talking to the dummy on the knee. Who are the ventriloquists? All joking aside, if Biden says other people are making up his mind, shouldn't we know who those people are? Let me know in the comments. All right, next let's talk about the crisis at the southern border. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search out my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about the ongoing surge of illegal border crossings that exploded once Joe Biden was sworn into office. There is no doubt that once Joe Biden was in, the word got out that America's southern border would be wide open. Why would Biden do this? Well, there's a couple of reasons. First is the left-wing Sololinsky playbook that says promote chaos and disorder. Break down the structures and traditions that make America unique. Push aside patriotism. Allow a flood of illegal aliens. Stop pushing assimilation and American pride. The other reason is that the Democrats think they'll get a flood of new voters because those coming from Central and South America will vote for Democrats. And because open borders policies will be supported by Hispanics already in the country. Well, we'll get to that second part in just a bit. But let's focus on the flood of illegals and just how bad things have become. The left tries to say, oh, these people are asylum seekers, people who are actually fleeing political oppression. We know that's a flat out false. Most are not real asylum seekers. And the left downplays the fact that drugs are being smuggled into the country. Human beings are being traded and sold across the border. And what about people that want to do harm to Americans? The number of people apprehended at the southern border who are on the terror watch list has skyrocketed. This is for our southern border. Brand new CBP numbers showing arrests on the terrorist screening database. So far for fiscal year 2022, which still has four months left, there have been 50 of these arrests by Border Patrol on the TSDB. You take a look at the years prior to that. That's up big over fiscal year 2021, which was 15, fiscal year 23, fiscal year 19, zero, then six, then two. You get the picture there. Take a look at the trend. These last couple of years, the number of these TSDB arrests have exceeded exploded. Remember when the border surge started and Joe Biden and the entire White House team said, oh, it's just seasonal. It'll stop. Well, it hasn't. And as you can see from the data, the number of really bad people trying to get in is staggering compared to when Trump was in office. 50 apprehensions so far this year, 15 last year. The previous four years combined, there were 11. This is not seasonal, folks. This is not normal. This influx of bad guys is a direct result of Biden's policies. Here's more. Highlighting those terror watch list numbers, it's extra concerning considering the fact that multiple CBP sources tell me just since October, there have been more than 440,000 known gotaways here at our southern border. You do the math on that, that average is out to about 1,800 people slipping past our agents every day. The question is, who are those people? 1,800 people every single day. That's how many are estimated to just be out there. 
crossing the border and escaping into the country. We have no idea who they are or what they might do. And there's this other side. The far left drives for open borders. They think that by opposing open borders, the left can label us as racist and use that to strengthen their hold on Hispanic voters. Well, we are seeing the exact opposite. Is it any wonder that the Hispanic exodus from the Democrats is so pronounced along Texas's southern border? The Democrats actually thought that just because someone is a Hispanic American, that he or she would be okay with lawlessness, crime, drugs, gangs, human trafficking. In fact, Hispanics are turning their backs on Biden and the Democrats. Florida 27, this is the Miami-Dade area. It went from being Clinton by 19 in 2016 to Biden by just three in 2020. Texas 15, that is on the Mexico border. Uh, Clinton 16 to Biden plus two. Arizona, this is the Tucson area. So Arizona is a place that some Democrats say think that helped Biden win yeah. that state. Absolutely. It went from Clinton 29 to Biden 27. So not a huge shift, but still... In Texas and in Florida, there are big erosions happening. A recent poll found Hispanic support for Biden was at 26%. That was the lowest rating in the poll of any ethnic or demographic group. We also saw what happened last week with the special congressional election in Texas's 34th congressional district. Republican Maya Flores became the first Mexican-born congresswoman to serve in the U.S. House by winning the election by eight points in an 85% Hispanic district. So, while the Democrats keep pushing open borders, they are losing the very people they were pandering to. All right, next let's talk about a new ruling that actually helps women's sports after a word from our sponsor. Listen, the last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%. The U.S. dollar lost 46% of its value. Yet while the U.S. economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%. And silver skyrocketed over 2,400%. Bobby Everly here to ask you, can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to call Gold Co. at 855-700-6173. Because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, as one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity, so don't miss out. Call 855-700-6173. That's 855-700-6173. Next, it appears that some sanity may be returning to women's sports, and it's about time. This whole woke transgender movement has gotten completely out of control, where men are being allowed to compete and win trophies and medals in women's sports. It's outrageous. This year, we saw a man who was ranked in the mid-400s in collegiate men's swimming, jump all the way to number one in women's collegiate swimming. Now, things may be changing. Here's the story. FINA, the governing body for international swimming, banned nearly all biological males from competing in women's sports in a new eligibility policy Sunday. The new gender inclusion policy requires that male athletes hoping to compete in a women's competition transition and experience no puberty symptoms before the age of 12, the 24-page policy states. The policy, which is slated to take effect Monday, states that athletes must have testosterone levels steadily below 2.5 nanomoles per liter. If an athlete intentionally has testosterone levels 
beyond that level, he may face retrospective disqualification and a period of ineligibility from competing, according to the policy. Basically, what the policy states is that if an athlete has gone through puberty, then it doesn't matter what you call yourself or what you think you are or how you identify. If you're a guy, you can't compete in women's swimming. Imagine that. Some common sense in an organization that is actually following the science. Here's more. Classifying athletes on the basis of sex is necessary to meet FINA's goals for female aquatics athletes and the women's competition category, the policy said. FINA's eligibility standards for the women's category are narrowly tailored so that they can achieve those goals without unnecessarily limiting participation by gender-diverse athletes. There is a proposed open competition policy that is setting up a new working group that will spend the next six months looking at the most effective ways to set up this new category, the document said. In addition to the proposed open category, transgender men those folks who are actually women but say they are men, they can still compete in men's swimming. Basically, the governing body said, have at it and good luck. What this all means is that Leah Thomas's 15 minutes of fame for dominating in women's swimming while still being a man may now be hitting the 14 minute 59 second mark. Now, if we can just apply this to other sports and girls' locker rooms and restrooms, then we really will be starting to get on track. All right. Next, let's talk about a disturbing trend we are seeing in society, and that is Americans' belief in God. We know Joe Biden's approval ratings keep falling, but the number of Americans who believe in God keeps falling as well. In fact, according to the Gallup organization, their latest poll shows that Americans' belief in God has hit a record low. Here's the story. Fewer Americans than ever believe in God, a new Gallup poll reported Friday morning. The new figure of 81% of Americans who say they believe in God is down 6 percentage points from 2017 and 11 points from a 2011 poll. But fewer than half of those who say they believe in God, 42% according to Gallup, say that God hears and responds to prayers. Some 28% of all Americans say God hears a person's prayers but cannot intervene, and 11% say God neither hears nor answers prayers. It's just stunning. Belief in God is down six points in just five years and 11 points since 2011. It's stunning, but what do you expect when God is pushed out of schools and media and government? It really makes me sad when people don't understand the power of God and of prayer. Last week, I just want to share this with you. I became chairman of the Fort Bend County Republican Party here in Texas. I was driving in my car on the day that I became chairman and I received a phone call. The guy who called offered congratulations and well wishes, and it was just a very nice call. But then he said he'd like to pray for me, right then, on the phone. So I pulled over and we prayed, and it was one of the most moving and powerful experiences I have felt in a long time, and I'm thankful for that. But with the push by the radical left, more and more people are turning away. Here's more. The decline among those who say they believe in God comes on the heels of a 2021 Gallup survey showing 47% of Americans were members of a church. The first time that number has fallen below 50%, the pollster said. Gallup said the demographic segments with the largest decline in faith are also the groups that are currently least likely to believe in God at all. The groups with the largest declines are also the groups that are currently least likely 
to believe in God. Liberals, 62%. Young adults, 68%. And Democrats, 72%. The polling firm said belief in God is highest among political conservatives, 94%, and Republicans, 92%. Gallup asserted this finding shows religiosity is a major determinant of political divisions in America. And that makes sense. One of the prime targets of communist takeovers of countries is religion. Purging of God is necessary so that the only thing people have is the government. That is why today's radical left in America is so hostile to religion. If you can destroy our pillars of faith, family, freedom, and patriotism, then the left knows it can thrive in that vacuum and set up its new religion of power and control. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show is going to be Friday evening at the usual time, 6.30 p.m. Central. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.